While I was laying down, out of nowhere, my whole body jolted. Then immediately, in my mind's eye, I saw a dark, scary, and ugly-looking shadow being standing at the end of the hallway, and it was getting ready to come for me. As I realized that, my heart started beating out of my chest, and I was so scared I didn't know what to do. It flew down the hallway at lightning speed and it came right through the walls into the room I was in. It took its hands and pressed onto my chest where my heart was, bringing its face right up towards mine and opened its mouth as if it was going to sink its teeth into me. My name is Vicki Lin, and welcome to the Higher Perspective Podcast, a show about seeing the truth to heal. Every week, I explore the non-physical realms that make up most of reality to bring awareness to the importance of spiritual health, inner healing, and energetics so that you can awaken to the truth of who you are. Welcome back to the fourth episode. Today, I'm going to explore the non-physical realms in a direction that most people tend to shy away from or may not feel very comfortable with. And that is diving into the shadows and looking at the dark entities who exist within that space. While this may bring up fear and anxiety for some, I do think learning about them is important because dark entities are real They are master manipulators and tricksters who exist in the non-physical, and they are very skilled at influencing you without your awareness. They can impact your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health in negative ways. So I personally think it's better to become aware of them because at least then you can figure out how to outsmart them and find ways to protect yourself against them. Many of the esoteric and occult teachings, as well as all ancient indigenous cultures, are well informed about entities and openly talk about them. There's only one culture in human history that denies the existence of these beings. Do you know which one that is? It's modern day Western civilization, the one that you and I are currently living in. But denying their existence doesn't mean we don't have this issue right now in our society. Actually, if you open your spiritual eyes and you look around you, you'll be able to see that this is in fact a huge problem in our world today. And it contributes to a lot of the chaos and suffering that humanity experiences. There's a very good reason why all ancient spiritual teachings talk about evil spirits and why all ancient indigenous cultures have shamans, healers, medicine women, medicine men, and other types of spiritual masters who could deal with them. It's because these wise cultures knew entities were real and understood the negative impacts they had on the well-being of people. So they had practices to protect their community against them. Before I dive into all of that though, I want to clarify a common misconception in spirituality. 
Exploring darkness and looking at what's hiding in the shadows does not bring down your vibrational frequency. It actually does the opposite and helps raise it. This is because what you're actually doing is you're taking your flashlight and shining light onto those dark things and illuminating them. The light gives you the ability to see these things clearly and as you examine them more closely, you'll start to see them for what they really are. You'll start to realize that they're not what you thought they were and this realization is what dissolves them. This applies to not just dark entities, but also any other thing that hides in the dark, such as your negative emotions, limiting beliefs, traumas, and any fears you may have. As you eliminate these low vibrational things within you, your overall vibrational frequency goes up. In my most recent Cosmic Light Language transmission, I talked about how you must remember how to transmute darkness into light. And this is how you do it, through shadow integration. Another important thing I want to mention is that learning about something doesn't convert you into it. So in this case, exploring darkness and educating yourself about entities does not turn you into one or attract them into your life. I'll go into more detail later about what actually attracts them in the first place, but my intention with this episode is simply to illuminate them and take away any fears you may have of them by helping you understand who they really are and what their weaknesses are. So let's start first by defining what entities are. Entities are spiritual beings who exist in the form of pure energy, and they also come from source. They are considered negative because their level of consciousness and vibrational frequency is low. This means they do not operate from a place of love and kindness. They also don't have good moral character. I think what confuses people is the word spiritual. People tend to think spiritual means highly evolved, loving, and benevolent, but that is not true. A spiritual being just means a being that has a soul and comes from spirit. It doesn't specify the level of consciousness, the vibrational frequency, or type of soul. There are many, many different kinds of entities that exist in the spiritual world. I'm going to talk about three main groups of entities that I have personally had encounters with. So what I share is based on my own experience. I also want to point out that within each of these groups, there can be more neutral and positive beings because the level of consciousness depends on the individual soul. Just like how you can find both high and low consciousness within the human race, it's pretty much the same idea with entities as well. For this episode, we are just going to focus on the dark ones. The first group of entities are what I call astral spirits. These entities exist in the astral plane, which you can access during dream time, astral projections, and out-of-body experiences. A common example would be ghosts which are the spirits of people who have passed away 
they no longer have a physical body, but their soul is still tied to the earth plane for a variety of different reasons. So they are earthbound, but in a non-physical form. The second group is what I call transdimensional beings. This group of entities exist in dimensions outside the physical third dimension. Examples would include negative ETs or star races, fallen angels, AI machine beings, and dark fairies and elementals. These beings can be interdimensional, which means they have the ability to move in and out of dimensions, either using their own consciousness or using advanced frequency-based technology. The third group would be demons from the underworld. These are the evil spirits that many religions and ancient indigenous cultures talk about. The underworld is the land of the dead and a place of eternal darkness. If you've ever heard of the phrase of someone selling their soul to the devil, that would fall under this group. Entities live within the non-physical dimensions beyond the physical reality. You can encounter them either when you travel into their dimension or when they travel into yours. Dimensions are really just a different frequency band that you can access with your consciousness as you expand your range of perception. Did you know that human perception is extremely limited? The range of frequencies your eyes can see is really just the visible color spectrum, which is 400 to 790 terahertz. The range of frequencies your ears can hear is 20 hertz to 20 kilohertz. That's pretty much it. That's what makes up the physical world. But there are so many more frequencies beyond that. And people who still have their extrasensory abilities intact will be able to pick up on those. Here's an interesting fact. Animals like cats and dogs are much more sensitive to energy than the average human being. So they can pick up on frequencies that you typically can't. If you have a dog, you might notice sometimes it starts randomly barking at nothing. Or if you have a cat, you might notice that it sometimes stops and stares at something, but when you look in the same direction, there's nothing there. Well, a lot of times these animals are picking up on things beyond your range of perception, such as entities and other kinds of spirits who are moving in and out of dimensions. This is also true for young children. Their psychic senses are still wide open so they can see, hear, sense things that you may not be able to. Several years ago, I had a friend whose youngest child was around five years old and he was afraid of the dark. He needed someone to be in the room with him at night, otherwise he wouldn't be able to go to sleep. Every time I went over to visit, I would read him a book at bedtime and keep him company until he fell asleep. Well, one night, during the height of this problem, I remember I was sitting on the bed beside him waiting for him to fall asleep. 
Then suddenly, out of nowhere, my heart starts beating really fast and a sense of danger washes over me. I notice the energy in the room shifts completely and the presence of something very unpleasant enters into the space. If I were to describe the energy, I would say that it felt dark, dense, dominating, and aggressive. I knew the child was still awake, so I whispered and asked him, Hey, can you feel that? He whispered back and said, Yes, they're here. In that moment, everything made sense to me. I knew why he was afraid of the dark and didn't want to sleep by himself. It was because there were dark entities visiting him at night and they were indeed scary. Now, I was not prepared for this and at the time, I didn't really know what to do. I remember I intuitively started to quietly hum a tone and I flooded the room with bright light by visualizing it in my mind. Within seconds of doing that, I could feel the energy leave the room and things returned back to normal. I went downstairs afterwards and told my friend why her child was afraid of the dark. I can't remember if she took me seriously or not because, let's be honest, our society doesn't believe in this stuff and people tend to take these stories as make-believe. Sometimes they are, but if you don't investigate, how would you even know if it's even real or not? And if it's real, like how it was for this child, what kind of options are really available for him? Even if his parents decided to believe him, it's not like they can look up a phone number on Google and find an entity removal service to have somebody come over right away and help him take care of that. That's what shamans did in the ancient times, but in our modern world, these kinds of practices have pretty much gone extinct. I share this story to hopefully open your mind to the possibility that there's a lot more to reality than what you've been told. There's a lot of stuff going on outside of your current range of perception. All of those things are very real and they can affect you regardless if you're aware of them or not. For example, when someone has entities around them or attached to them, it can create unpleasant problems physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I'll go into each of these in more detail, but keep in mind, and this is important, there are many possible explanations to why someone has a certain problem, and it's different for everyone. For example, if someone struggles with fatigue, it could be a lack of quality sleep, anemia, nutritional deficiency, undiagnosed infections, depression, spiritual transfigurations, a damaged aura, light body upgrades, or entity attachments. Entity attachments are not always the reason, so consult a professional to help you figure out what the root cause is to your problems. So let's start with the physical body. Entities can contribute to physical discomfort and pain, fatigue, insomnia, headaches, 
and or sudden onsets of hives or weird rashes. For me personally, it's hives. That's just how my body communicates to me that I have something disrupting my energy field. I think it's important to remember that your body is conscious and it's always communicating to you through physical symptoms. It's a good idea to learn how to understand the unique communication style and language of your own body so you can receive the important messages it wants to give you. When it comes to the mind, entities can contribute to mental disorders. Addictions such as alcohol, gambling, intrusive negative thoughts, and beliefs such as unworthiness. For me personally, anytime I catch my mind recalling an unpleasant memory from the past for no apparent reason, out of the blue, that usually raises a red flag for me. For example, if I'm cooking and feeling great about life, infusing love into the food I'm making, it just doesn't make any sense why in that moment, I would have a random thought pop into my head about a relationship from years ago and think about all the hurtful things that person did to me. It makes zero sense for my mind to switch its train of thought so randomly and so suddenly in that direction. So when that happens, I always stop the thought and I do a quick clearing on myself. As well, thoughts and memories generate emotions. Through thoughts, entities can manipulate humans into generating low vibrational emotions. So people who have entity attachments may experience chronic sadness and depression, anger, negativity, hatred, deep criticism for self and others, irritability, and overwhelming fear that is hard to shake off. Entities may also contribute to the outburst of strong negative emotions that seem uncalled for. Maybe someone's reaction to an innocent comment is extreme or they get triggered in huge ways that are completely out of character. Lastly, entities can impact the soul in negative ways as well. This may show up as a sense of apathy in life, feeling dead inside, no zest for living, psychic attacks, and confusion in who you are and what you want out of life. Your soul is that sacred part of you who's experiencing this life through your body. If there's something wrong with your soul, either because it's injured or sick, that's going to negatively affect how you have your human experience. You deserve a wonderful and beautiful human experience, but entities want to rob you of that. You might be wondering why they want to do something like that. Well, it's the same answer as to why there are evil human beings who make it their life mission to hurt others and commit horrible crimes. In my own quest to understand why, I looked at the souls of dark entities and I realized this. At some point in their existence, these beings experienced excruciating pain and that pain led them to make additional choices that just continued to spiral them down into a lower and lower vibrational frequency. 
these souls are actually suffering deeply and the frequency of love and joy amplifies their own pain and reminds them of what they don't have. They hate it and it irritates them from deep within. So they do things to keep people from vibrating at that frequency. This is also true with evil human beings. It's childish behavior, but that is how low levels of consciousness expresses itself. This is why I think entities manipulate you in ways that cause you to think negative thoughts, feel horrible emotions, and create pain in your body. It's all to keep you in a low vibrational frequency for their own benefit. Also, I want to say that I don't think this is done with awareness because a fallen consciousness means an inability to be self-aware. As well, pain closes the heart and your heart is how you connect to source. Source gives you the infinite life force energy that sustains you and keeps you alive. The hearts of entities are closed, so they no longer have access to this infinite energy. Therefore, they have to find other ways of getting energy that will keep them alive, such as from you. Because they are low vibrational beings, they only like to feed on low vibrational energy. That is why they manipulate you into producing negative thoughts and emotions. I talk about negative emotions as food for entities in episode two. So if you want to learn more about this, you can go back and listen to that episode. To help you understand this whole idea, I'm going to share a story of something that happened to me. Years ago, when I first started my full-time job in healthcare, the office I was working in was in an old building on the main street where all the major hospitals were located. So I would say the energy of this entire area was heavy because there were a lot of terminally ill people, people who were very sick. These people were constantly in a state of suffering because of their chronic pain. And if they did pass, it happened in a state of fear and distress, which is extremely low vibrational. Well, one time I was working a night shift and I had a coworker who started to share how she's seen ghosts walking around on our floor. I thought, oh no, that's not good. I'm scared of ghosts. So I asked her, what are you supposed to do when you see one? She said casually, oh, just tell it to go away. I thought, seriously, that's it? Just tell it to go away? Well, during my break that night, I went and laid down in one of the empty rooms. While I was laying down, out of nowhere, my whole body jolted. Then immediately, in my mind's eye, I saw a dark, scary, and ugly-looking shadow being standing at the end of the hallway, and it was getting ready to come for me. As I realized that, my heart started beating out of my chest, and I was so scared I didn't know what to do. It flew down the hallway at lightning speed, and it came right through the walls into the room I was in. It took its hands and pressed onto my chest where my heart was, bringing its face right up towards mine 
and opened its mouth as if it was going to sink its teeth into me. It had many long, sharp, and thin teeth. There was also this thick, nasty goop that was dripping from its teeth onto me, which caused me to push my head back because I was so grossed out by it. In that moment, I felt helpless, and I thought, what am I supposed to do? Then the words of my coworker echoed in my head. Oh, just tell it to go away. So that's exactly what I did. I commanded that it go away and go bother my coworker instead. <laughs> I even explained to it that I'm extremely tired and I wanted to rest before I have to go back to work. So please leave me alone. I remember the entity backed away from me and paused. It was very confused, I guess because it wasn't expecting me to respond the way that I did. So it left, probably to go find my coworker. <laughs> By the way, it wasn't a ghost. I happened to luck out and I got visited by a demon instead. It took me many years later to understand this interaction. I realized that the entity never had any intentions of hurting me in any way. All it was trying to do was scare me so that I would generate a lot of fear, a low vibrational emotional energy that it loves to feed on. It also placed its hands onto my chest because it wanted to block my heart and any loving frequencies that might be coming from it. One more thing I want to talk about is the fact that dark entities are master manipulators, tricksters, and shapeshifters. In the last episode, I mentioned how many of them disguise themselves as light beings, positive ETs, high-level angels, and benevolent spirit guides, when in reality, they're actually dark entities. I've learned that there's a couple of reasons why they do this. The first is to mislead people on purpose by providing inaccurate information which will derail them from their spiritual growth. Because remember, it's all about keeping people in a lower, disempowered vibrational state so they have a constant supply of food that will keep them alive. The other reason is because humans are deeply programmed to worship something outside of themselves, such as celebrities, gurus, religious figures, ETs, and so many more things. When you worship someone outside of yourself, what you're doing is you're giving your power and energy away to that person. And what do dark entities want? They have this insatiable hunger for power and control, and they also want your energy to stay alive. So they put on a costume and trick you into thinking they're a benevolent light being because they know you'll worship that image. They do this by manipulating energy, something they're very, very skilled at. And when you start worshiping them, they gain power over you and they receive your energy. This is also true for human beings you worship and idolize. If that person you're worshiping and idolizing has entities attached to them, 
the entities are basically working through that person and receives the same thing from you. This is why I say entities are master manipulators, tricksters, and shapeshifters. The take-home message here is develop your energetic literacy so that you can accurately read frequency and know what you're actually dealing with. And don't worship anyone or anything outside of you, whether it's human or non-physical. Keep your energy to yourself and put it towards something positive, like your own spiritual growth or using it to create the world that you want to live in. If entities are bothering you and you're wondering how to remove them, I personally think this is something that requires a healer because this is advanced stuff. There is something you can do on your own to help with this, which I'll get to in just a moment. But generally speaking, entity removal is much more complex than just asking it to leave, throwing white light on it, reciting a prayer, or burning something. Those techniques might work for some, which is great, but in my personal experience doing this kind of healing work on others, I have found that that is rarely ever a permanent solution. These entities exist in other dimensions, so in order to truly get rid of them, you have to know how to travel into other dimensions and deal with them in the unseen world. Also, you, or the healer who's doing this for you, has to be able to hold a much stronger and higher vibrational frequency than the entity itself to be able to send it back to source. What I do as a shamanic healer is I go into other dimensions and I get the job done mostly using sound frequencies like vocal toning and light language, but I also use quantum light. Now let's look at what attracts entities to people. This is the area you can work on to address the problem yourself. Generally speaking, I have found that entities are drawn to people who have these three things. The first one is trauma. Trauma doesn't have to be something extreme like abuse or violence. It could be a result of any difficult experience in life, such as health challenges, medical procedures, challenging relationships, heartbreaks, car accidents, or collective crisis like wars and pandemics. Personally, I think everyone has trauma because if you live on planet Earth, those things are a guaranteed part of the human experience. Even if you happen to be one of the rare individuals who somehow managed to live a life without experiencing or witnessing any tragedies, trauma also gets passed down the family line through the DNA energetically and is stored in cellular memory. So trauma can come from your own personal experiences as well as from your parents or ancestors. But what most people don't realize is that trauma can also come from different past lives your soul has had, as well as from the multidimensional spiritual ancestors your soul originates from. This is why I think Everyone has trauma and learning how to heal that is something everyone needs to do. The reason why having unhealed trauma attracts entities is because in shamanism, 
trauma causes soul loss. Basically, the traumatic event shocks the soul so much that it leaves the body to escape the pain. Leaving the body creates an empty house that has all its doors and windows open. Entities will come in and try to occupy the empty house because it doesn't have a body and would love to take one over for an opportunity to experience the physical dimension. This is where the idea of entity possession comes from. Also, if you've ever heard of the expression, lights were out but no one was home to describe someone, that is a telltale sign of a traumatized person. There are other signs as well, such as having a vacant look in the eyes, difficulty remembering things, not being present, always being late, dissociation, and not being very good at activities that require hand-eye body coordination. Trauma also causes rips and holes in your aura, which means you're constantly leaking life force energy. This leads right into the second reason why entities are attracted to you. When you have rips and holes in your aura, you leak out life force energy, the very thing that entities need so they will naturally be drawn towards you. But what really attracts them is the vibration of fear and negative emotions. This is the type of energy they love to feed on because like attracts like. They are low vibrational beings, so they are drawn to low vibrational energies as food. Fear and negative emotions are low vibrational energies. I want to point out that there is nothing wrong with having negative emotions. It's not about suppressing them or being superficially happy all the time because that doesn't get rid of the frequency. It's about learning how to work with your emotional pain, which is a low vibrational frequency, and using the energy of the pain to further your spiritual growth, which will turn it into something higher. This is how I teach inner work and how I guide others in the spiritual consultations I offer. I do share how you can do this for yourself in episode two, so you can go back and listen to that one if you want to learn more. The third thing that attracts entities are negative belief systems. More specifically, it's victimhood mentality, a sense of low self-worth, and believing Earth is a terrible, painful, and evil place to live. Basically, your beliefs are subconscious thoughts you are constantly broadcasting out into the airways on a megaphone. All spiritual beings who are tuned in can hear your public service announcement. So if you're advertising yourself to be a worthless victim who's living in a terrible, painful, and evil planet, guess what? There are a lot of entities out there who are super excited to co-create that very experience with you. They're basically coming into your reality in droves to fulfill your advertisement. Now, you might be saying, I never advertised for that. I've always put out an advertisement for positive experiences, but for some reason, I get the opposite. Well, 
The reason is because your subconscious mind is much more powerful than your conscious mind. It's your subconscious mind that's advertising these things through all the limiting beliefs that has been programmed into it. On some level, you're inviting it and allowing it to happen even if it's unconscious. A big part of your spiritual growth journey is to learn to become aware of all these parts of yourself. It's through conscious awareness that you can start to change these things, which will then change your experience. So a good question to ask yourself here is, what kind of beliefs do you hold about yourself and about life? That might start to give you some answers. If you or someone you know is constantly being attacked by dark entities, the unpopular but honest truth is like attracts like. There are low vibrational frequencies within you that are attracting them. But if you identify what those frequencies are and learn how to transmute them into something higher, entities will no longer be a problem for you. This means you have to heal your traumas, process your negative emotions, and rewrite the limiting beliefs programmed into your subconscious mind. This is also why doing superficial things like throwing white light on entities, reciting a prayer, burning a candle or sage, as well as getting healing sessions won't solve the problem. Those are temporary band-aid solutions. You still need to go inwards and deal with the root cause of the problem to permanently eliminate them from your life. Remember, dark entities are just reflecting to you the darkness you hold within. All things that come into your reality do so to help you see yourself more clearly and all the things that needs to be healed within you. The ultimate goal is to have you unify darkness and light within you, to merge duality through you back into wholeness. You do this through the trinity of expanding your consciousness, opening your heart, and firmly grounding your soul into your body. These three things form your spiritual immunity and will strengthen your spiritual health against all energetic disturbances and spiritual pathogens. So instead of seeing dark entities as horrible creatures ruining humanity or ruining your life, shift your perception and start to see them as an opportunity to help you come back into wholeness and remember all that you are. In the next episode, I'm going to introduce you to a specific type of dark entity I call astral parasites. I'm going to talk about them as a spiritual pathogen and go into detail about how they impact your spiritual health. I'm also going to explain how you can catch them from other people if you're not psychically aware of what's happening energetically around you. This is why it's important for you to always be mindful of who you engage in relationships with, especially who you choose to get intimate with and who you choose to receive energy healing work from. Just like physical infections, astral parasites are a form of spiritual infection, which you can contract from others. It happens through the exchange of energy. So don't forget to subscribe. I'll see you in the next episode.